All righty, another weekend, another trip to the basement studio. Mike and Robbie back with you. Robbie, when people listen to this, since you are recording this fairly late on a Friday night, they will be listening to this at least two weeks from Christmas, or at the most, I guess I should say, two weeks from Christmas, as tomorrow is two weeks, two weeks crazy. from the big day. It's crazy. I'm just, I don't... I'm prepared. I don't think I'm prepared enough because I've never been this prepared. Does that make sense? No. No? Okay. You don't think you're prepared enough because you've never been this prepared. Yeah. So normally, so you're saying you're more prepared than you normally are. Yes, correct. So you would think you would feel over-prepared. Yeah, I don't because usually I'm panicking right now. You know what I mean? But I actually have food for Christmas. We're doing Christmas Eve brunch. Yeah, you said. And... um I actually have the food, some of the food so already. So that should make you feel better, though. It does, but I just feel like I'm missing something. You All know right. what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm so prepared. Well, you got two weeks to figure it out. I'm missing have something. Have you bought any presents? I am done. You're done with presents? Done. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I've never been this. Actually, I lie. I have to buy for you. Oh, I have not bought for you either. Yeah, I don't know what we're doing. We can um, talk about it. Yeah, I, I, we, the idea of a um, theme was bantied about, but that always... I. I think you just, if you want to exchange presents, we yeah, just exchange just presents. Do it. Okay. 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 I think we should do that. I have uh, purchased, I believe, one present. Wow. For anyone important? Uh, the wife. Oh, well, that's, well, at least that's good. Yes. Now, does your wife do for your child? Yeah, but I will also get a couple things for the child. Okay. But we have. Um, and one... you're past the Santa thing. I yeah, assume. unfortunately. Which yeah. is kind of a bummer. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, but we have one uh, big thing that we're getting for the kid. Oh, yeah, we discussed. Off the air? Yes. Yes, off the air. Yes, yeah. yeah we so that uh, we might get some accessories for that. Okay. And uh, we're still, right now, most of my Christmas planning is dealing with the logistics of trying to keep that a secret. And you also, you, what he's really talking about, folks, is the nanny. <laughs> that he needs bikes. Now we're going to introduce her to her father. <laughs> accessories for the nanny. The cage, the... You it's know. time she finally meets her birth father. <laughs> Biological dad's going to swing by on Christmas Eve dressed as Santa. Oh, that's so nice. He's going to take the beard off, and then I'm going to pack my things up, and I'm going to get out. You can live with me. All right. Yeah. See, I got you got that shed. Yeah, I got the shed. Yeah. Just, I'm telling you. I'll live in the back with the goat. Yeah. Oh, Mike and Robbie. <laughs> little, little Robbie and Mike. <laughs> Might be a more entertaining podcast. <laughs> yes, it actually probably. <laughs> They're cuter, that's for sure. So what do you, how was your week, Robbie? Ah, <laughs> all right. You don't say. What was your snack for today? Ah, tin can. Ah, all right. Another tin can. All right. Anyways, uh, yeah. So you're you're you feel like you're in a good spot, but still yeah. feel like you're missing some things. Yeah, I don't know why. I think because again, I'm never this prepared. But see, I was worried about the whole shortage thing. You know, like the, the gift shortage and all that crap. Oh, that, okay. You know what I mean? So I was like, especially with my kid and his toys. Like he wanted this one big thing, and I didn't really see a lot of them. And now they're all gone. So I'm glad. Is I it did. a Turbo Man? Yes, it's a Turbo Turbo Man. <laughs> it's not a Duma. Um, Different movie. Oh. That's Kindergarten sure. Cop. There it is. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it was a Paw Patrol. He's still into the Paw Patrol? Oh, he loves Paw Patrol. He's 12 now, right? Yeah, I wish. How old is he? Four. He's four, okay. Yeah. He's in the... Pri this is probably his last Paw Patrol Christmas. Yeah. In fact, 
he'll probably like Paw Patrol to, let's say, March. Yeah. And then he'll be over Paw Patrol. I can't tell you how many times we have gotten something for my daughter because she is all about it. And then three months after Christmas, she wants nothing to do with those things. What were the little food-like items that also had faces on them? Shopkins. Oh, she Shopkins, She was all yeah. about Shopkins for like... Nine months. Yeah. And right in the middle of those nine months was Christmas. She got into it right about August. Yeah. Christmas rolled around. Everything we did was Shopkins. By the time April arrived, she was done with Shopkins, and we gave them all away within a year. Oh, my God. Not one Shopkin thing wow. remained. And I, the amount of money that we oh yeah. wasted and spent on Shopkins is absolutely ridiculous. He He's getting the Legos now, too, because Legos actually came with, out with these four year four plus Legos okay. and they're like teaching you how like they're smaller kits but teaching you how to use you yeah, know how your to follow hands. directions and yeah, stuff. Very cool. So he's like I got him a whole bunch of Marvel ones already and he is like loving that. So he got some Legos as well too. So it's anyway, you know the whole shortage bull crap I was like oh so I rushed out, got everything for everyone. And yeah, the nice thing well. about Legos is Legos have um, stood the test of time. So even when your kid is out of Legos, like someone else yes. will be into Legos. You can sell them. Oh, yeah, and they hold value. Or you can gift them. Yeah. The Shopkins craze was literally a craze yeah. for like two or three years. Yeah, And, and then, now nobody wants Shopkins. I nobody. Yeah, nobody. It's I, not even a thing Go to anymore. a store and try to find Shopkins. I don't think they're out anymore. No, it's not even a thing. It's like a Furby. Yeah. I mean, like the Furby was huge and the Furby went away. Yeah. And what's that new thing now? What's like, uh, what's the, the um, LOL doll? LOL, these like weird egg things, and there's like these girls. Okay, that's the new thing for that. Well, there was apparently the new hot toy for 2021, and it they were ref- they were kind of comparing it to Tickle Me Elmo. Oh, um, shoot, it was a um, let me let me magical. Hold on, it was a I, I want to get the exact name of what it was and let me google what it is here we go magic mixies oh never heard of this magic mixies is the new hot toy that apparently for a certain age group is all anybody wants really and what you do i want to see if i can find the article about magical mixies because i actually um already talked about this on the air a couple weeks ago back before thanksgiving here we go um, Magic Mixies is harder to get than Tickle Me Elmo in the 90s, lamented one parent. Uh, I have never seen a more in-demand toy in my life. Now, this guy's 32. Oh, so okay. when people were looking for the Tickle Me Elmo in the 90s, you know, he might have been the one they were looking for the Tickle Me Elmo for. Um, sure. This retails for about $69.99, but if you go on eBay, there's some people who are selling it for 2 hundred dollars so the magical mixies invites kids ages five and older to magically create a cuddly stuffed animal out of special posting recipes inscribed inside of the magical mixies spell book after dumping the magical ingredients like the crystal gem or the fizz flower, which are included <laughs> in the playset, into the multicolored vessel, the child taps the cauldron with a magic wand, a cloud of smoky mist effervescence appears, and a winged plush toy miraculously comes out of the magical Mixie's cauldron. 
That's a lot of words. And tykes can create and recreate the playtime sorcery as many times as they please. According to a toy insider and toy expert, in past years we've seen surprise reveal toys that let kids make some cool trinket one time. And once they've unveiled the trinket, the thrill of the toy is gone. But Magic Mixies allows kids to relive the magic of the toy over and over again. So they keep creating the stuffed animal? Yeah, they can keep creating it by making the potion and adding all these different cool. recipes. So as long as it works over and over and over again... Yeah, 70 bucks isn't horrible. I can see how you get your money's worth, but this is going to be a flash in the pan. Once you do it once or twice, yeah, unless they, their friends come over, they're going to become bored yeah, with it. Yeah, exactly. That's, it's not just that, like in the previous ones, it's not just that it runs out. It's a fact that why would you want to keep doing it after yeah. three, four If it's times. kind of the same thing over yeah. and over. Um, according to the New York Post here, the Magical Mixie landed on top of Amazon's annual Toys We Love list and on Toy Insider's Hot 20 Holiday Gift Guide wow. this year. It's crazy, too. I was walking down Target today, and I always look for Hot Wheels for Chase because he loves Hot Wheels. And it's a cheap little like reward. You know what I mean? 99 cents. I have never not seen a Hot Wheel. In the aisle, so they're sold out. It's it, the shelves are bare. It's the craziest thing I've ever. I've never seen it anything like this. Like the toy aisle is just bare. It's crazy. It's very interesting. It's a weird, weird time. I have not in. gone to a Target or a Walmart, and even if I do, like I don't go down the toy aisle. Anymore. Yeah, because you're. I have no older. one yeah. to buy toys for. Yeah, it's and I haven't really noticed it as much in the other departments yeah. than the toy, you know, because that's all coming from overseas. I honestly have not done any shopping. Do you have any idea what you're doing yet? Uh, do you, yeah, just... I have some ideas of what I'm going to do. You're or... always a late bloomer to this. Yeah, thing. I have my uh, my ideas. What I'm really going to be uh, struggling with are the pajamas that I get for Julie and Lena. I really should have bought pajamas already, but every year I sleep on the pajamas, and then I panic when I can't find any. Like, you do the like matching Christmas pajamas? I try to do, if not matching, within the same theme. Well, Target still has those. I know. I'm going to be... That's my shop. That's yeah. my stop yeah. for... Uh, the pajamas. They do a good job with the pajamas. I will say, I ordered myself from Walmart a, it said, ugly sweater. I read that it was sweatshirt material, which I was okay with. Yeah, like you know, Sometimes type. that's a little cooler. Sure. But it arrived today, and it's got the Grinch on, and it says Mary something or whatever it is. Yeah. And it's got the Grinch, and it's an ugly Christmas design. But it's some kind of weird polyester, almost wetsuit material. Ugh. And I'm worried that it's going to be like hot. uber hot, yeah, uber uber hot. You, so I, I haven't decided. I don't know. I just need this. some more holiday garb, yeah, yeah. for different things. So I, I have my outfit picked when I'm going to join you and IA and Noel. Yeah, we have to talk about that. Yeah, I'm already picked because I think we may have you come in a different day because oh, that okay. day is starting to really kind of oh. become a problem. Well, then I'm not going to wear my outfit. Then. Uh, you could still wear your outfit. Well, if it's not a Christmas day. It's still going to be a Christmas. It's Christmas week still. Oh, Christmas week. Okay. okay. All I'll right. I'll talk to you. I'm thinking maybe Monday the 20th. Okay. All that's, right. Well, let's see. That I think it might work. All right. Because I'll let you know. Because that's a day that we can do, I think, a little more. Okay. Let All me right. know. All right. I, let's, let me know if that day works. That should. Uh, let me look. I'll have to look. Yeah. My look schedule. at your schedule. Let me look at my and schedule. And get back to me. All right. But yeah, two weeks from Christmas, folks. It's right around <sighs> it's the corner. Craziness. And depending on when you live, listen to this, it could be even closer. But we're going to get things going here. Uh, we got stuff to talk about. We got stuff to try. We got stuff to drink. We got stuff to eat. And uh, hopefully some laughs to be had. So stick around. It's my two podcast. Do not go anywhere. <laughs> Right, 
flight directors, I want the go, no, go for launch. Retro. Go flight. Booster. Go flight. Inco. Go flight. Trajectory. Go flight. Fido. Go flight. Ava. Go flight. Capcom Freedom. Go flight. Capcom Independence. Go flight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's pucker time. Oh, not again. This is the 222 Podcast with Mike Keller. The jerk store called. They're running out of you. And Robbie Lessig. You just made the list. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie and at Mike and Robbie on Twitter. Plus, you can send them an email at 222M&R at gmail.com. We're ready to believe you. Now, here's Mike. It's Miller time. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Another episode of the 222 podcast right here on MikeAndRobbie.Podbean.com. We're also up wherever you get your podcasts, whether it be on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. It doesn't matter wherever you find them. That's where we will be. So go ahead and dive into those. Sorry, I I made the mistake. Of opening my email oh, that's during nice. the intro there, which I, you know, should not have done. Yeah. Should not have opened my email. Uh, so, you know, yeah. my bad. I've learned my lesson. It'll never happen again. <laughs> Just don't check your email. No, don't check my email. Anyways, uh, good to be here. And uh, as we mentioned, two weeks, two weeks or less until Christmas, whenever you are listening to this show. We hope your holiday season is going a-okay. We've got some holiday beers. As far as snacks, though, I don't really have anything that qualifies as a holiday snack. I got lots of snacks. Yeah. But I don't have any holiday snacks. Mine are both holidays for today. Look at that. You have two holidays. Oh, you have a holiday drink and a holiday snack. No, and I got, we're going to do two of these. I oh, think. okay. We're going to knock them both out. We're going to double similar. up? Yeah. Very similar. All right. Sounds good. We'll double up on them there. Holiday snacks, so that's coming up here in just a little bit. But um, I wanted to start off with this. We were over at my sister's. Her birthday is this weekend, so we were over there doing a little birthday celebration. And I have I have an affection, and we've talked about this here on the show, for holiday inflatables. Yes. Now, I like holiday inflatables, but what makes me like holiday inflatables even more <laughs> is the fact, and I've said this before, is that they really annoy Julie. Yeah, that's Like, great. she's okay with one or two, yeah. but any more than that, she starts to become annoyed and starts thinking that they're very tacky. Yeah. And that brings me great joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how they pain her makes me want them even more. Not enough because my cheapness still reigns supreme, not enough to go out and actually buy any, but I just like when we see houses that have numerous holiday inflatables in their front yard or way too many lights or houses that just go way overboard. Yeah. Or as I like to tell Julie, people with Christmas cheer, Julie. Yeah. Um, as I like to tell her, ah, humbug. I enjoy seeing those houses and watching her reaction to them. And maybe, and look, if you want to go ahead and try to top whatever I'm going to talk about here, by all means, feel free to try. But there is a house that is in the same development as my sister lives in, and this house has more inflatables in the yard 
than a big-time college football team has players. <laughs> like, if you've ever looked at the Penn State sideline on a Saturday at Beaver Stadium, and you're like, whew, why do they need so many players? That is nothing compared to the amount of inflatables that this house has in its yard. They're not cheap And either. I don't think I'm exaggerating. Now, wow. I took a video okay. tonight of this home, Okay. and I'm going to show it to you. All right. I don't know if I can actually post the video. Uh, it doesn't show the address, but someone might place it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not poo-pooing this. I actually love this. Yeah. And I think it's fun to look at. Sure. But I want to show you this video. And as you watch the video, keep in mind that there are all the Christmas kind of standards as far as characters go, right? Okay. As you pull up here, you see numerous Mickey Mouses. You see a Grinch. You see some Minions and their Christmas kind of um, themed uh, inflatables. So they don't have a theme per se. Oh, no, it's, it's just, just it's a hodgepodge. It's, it's just, a potpourri of holiday cheer. Wow. There is an elf, a buddy the elf oh, in the I've, middle of I it. I wanted to get that one. There's a school bus. There's the Clark W. Griswold tr uh, car station wagon oh, with cool the stuff. tree on top. There's, of course, a bunch of Santas. Um, there is the uh, Abominable Snowman from the uh, Frosty the Snowman, yeah. I believe. Uh, the Abominable Snow Creature, whatever it is. Um, there are some other um, snowman light-ups that aren't inflatables. There's numerous Santas. There are all kinds There's of different wrong. characters and different holiday festive characters in this yard. And I'm telling you, I've never seen anything like this, and it's a point of pride for me yeah for burks county yeah when i drive past this house each and every season so i bet she hates the the projector things too yeah she's not a fan of the projector i got things. i got two of those going right, i love year. how you're doing it so i'm gonna show you this here all right hold on let me flip it over and let me just hit play and here you go holy crap now was i exaggerating about more inflatables no. that a college football team has played. And they even have like those weird like oh my god there's more. Yeah on the other side of the driveway. But they even have those like wired weird things too like snowmen and yeah. and it goes all around the house. Yeah. All the way around the front of the yard and it's a big front yard. That's fantastic. And then but not only but this is why I appreciate can I just say this? Yeah. I don't like a house that just does inflatables. They have everything. They have. They got the lights. I bet they got they music playing. Uh, there was some music. Yeah, playing. I love that. Yeah. Now That's again, awesome. the the main event is the inflatables. Oh yes. Because the vast number. I don't even know how you work that out with extension cords. Like you think Clark W. Griswold had a bunch of things plugged in yeah. to that light switch there. This has to be the exact same setup. And there's like no yard. It's just like it's all it's inflatables. all inflatables, and there's not much. That's awesome. And here is what is even the kicker for all of this. You see a house like this, and I would imagine that it's along a road that gets some traffic, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you do that to kind of display your holiday cheer. Yeah. This is in a cul-de-sac. Oh, so. <laughs> like, there's no through traffic. No. There's so none. they just did that for them. So that's, that's for them. That's for them, and the, I, I hope, in my little imagination of how this all started, is they had like three or four inflatables, right? Yeah. And there was some holiday stress between them and the neighbors. And at one point, the neighbors said, yeah, and I think your stupid inflatables are tacky. And then they went, oh, yeah? yeah. And then just completely doubled down on all the inflatables. Judy, hold my beer. Yeah, exactly. Let's piss off the neighbors. There was a hold my beer moment yep. the, as far as the inflatables go. And they just went all That's out. That's awesome. I'm so Again, impressed by that. Again, and it's in a cul-de-sac. We only know it's there because it's in a cul-de-sac inside 
of a development. So it's not like, a, yeah. No, so you yeah. don't only really know it's there because you're driving through the development and you happen to see the lights out of the corner of your eye. Yeah. And then you drive up and check it out. If you don't turn up the cul-de-sac, you can only see the one side. You don't even get the full experience. I don't care how much it costs. And I know she listens to this, so I don't really care, though, But because it's, it's going to be like three years from now or something. I want to just get like 100 inflatables and put them in your yard. Be so great, and just her like do it at night or do it something when she wake like she wakes up or you guys are gone for a few hours. Yeah, and then you just come, come home, home. It's just a yard full of and blaring like Sirius XM Holly <laughs> at a loudspeaker. Oh my god, I want to do that so bad. That would bring me such great, great joy. But yeah, there, I mean, there's lights on the uh, top of the garage. They have yeah. lights outlining the house. There's a Santa hanging off the roof at yeah. one point here. It is just an insane amount, and it's not just the inflate. There's also Christmas lights throughout their yard, yeah, like on the grass they, they in their went, yard, and they went to the front, like you know, like the little piece of grass, like after your sidewalk. They yeah. even decorated that. Yeah, and there's That's candy impressive. canes along the sidewalk. This is an all-out. I can't even imagine how long it takes to set this. Now up. I wonder if that was like a accumulation, or the guy just went out to Home Depot and say, "I'll take it all." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you couldn't even get all... You would have to go to numerous stores. Yeah, did he go to like Lowe's, Depot, Target, Walmart, and just be like, I'll take it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, This is why there's actually a shortage. It's this guy. <laughs> He's just buying it all. <laughs> he buys it all. Let's I, just get it all. That's fantastic. I, that puts my house to shame. It puts every. It puts everyone's house to yeah, shame. Yeah, I feel like I didn't do an effort. I was up on an extension ladder for the love of God. And uh, we just put the webbed lighting things on bushes yeah. and have two inflatables. Yeah. I th- that guy did well. Yeah. He's that had to take hours and days. I hope people, like, he gives him some sort of recognition. Like, in the, like that's awesome. Well, I'm giving him recognition. You are. We are. This Then this hits all five people who listen. <laughs> You're welcome, buddy. One of them in Lancaster County. Yeah. But, yeah, I have no idea how long that you have. Take. I mean, I think you have to post that. All right, but I mean, I'm not. I mean, no, you're not. We're not downing no. it. Like, we're saying this in. is amazing. And by the way, if you're putting that effort into it, you don't mind if people take pictures. And it's post true. It. You know, you're not that meant to. Listen, if you're full, you're f- that full of Christmas cheer. You want to sing it loud so everyone can That's hear. That's right. Not like yeah. your wife. That's right. Miss Bah Humbug. Yeah. That's an army of inflatables yes, right there. That's awesome. If they would ever come to life, they could rule the world. You know what? You should give her, like, listen, I'll give you $500 if you sit out there for six hours in the middle of that. And just, you know what I mean? Like, How great would it be if you figured out when they weren't <laughs> going to be home and you just went out and just stood in the middle <laughs> of the inflatable display? No one would know. And just stood there in like a Santa hat yeah. and wrap some lights I put my you. new Christmas sweater yeah. on and just stand Those out there and wave. necklaces. Just wave yeah. and do the animatronic wave no back and forth. Know. No one would know. That's fantastic. I was so proud of that <laughs> when yeah. I saw it. And what makes it even better is this is now over taken the uh, tackiness in Julie's mind. I don't think it's tacky. I love it. I think it's just... But that's organized. I think it's a vomit of Christmas cheer in the very best way. Julie would tell me, uh, and her sister would tell me, about this house that was in Huntington. And this yard's obviously much bigger, but... Like any town, when you get into where the townhouses are, just think of like Fleetwood where you live yeah, or yeah, Shillington, yeah. little postage stamp yards. Sure, yeah. She said these people in Huntington, and it was along a main road, would just pack uh, as much as they could yeah. in just any kind of haphazard way. The opposite of this. That's organized. Into their little postage stamp yard, yeah. and you wouldn't even be able to tell what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See that's that that's why that's more appreciate you can appreciate that absolutely more because there's a there and again that's hard work 
Like the little bit that I did was like, and you did was like, no, I, we yeah. felt that was hard. Julie work. was the captain. I just yeah. stood around and tried to keep my hands warm. Well, now that I have a bigger yard, like I only have three inflatables. But now that I have a bigger what yard. What are your three? Because we have Snoopy, which I don't know who engineered Snoopy, but it's dumb to make an inflatable that's top heavy. Like, yeah. you, Snoopy's got the giant head already. Yeah. Like, if you just look at Snoopy in the cartoons, there's no way physically Snoopy wouldn't just fall over nose first. Because <laughs> his head's huge. His head is huge and he's got tiny feet. Yeah. Just wouldn't work out. Yeah. I wonder how Anthony, my brother-in-law, stays standing <laughs> up. He's yeah. got a giant head and has little tiny feet. I don't yeah. understand how he doesn't fall over yeah. constantly. Just I don't know how Snoopy does it constantly. And the, and the cartoons just fall over all the time. His nose should be dragging along the ground. Plus, this inflatable's holding a bowl in the front, his Snoopy bowl. Oh, so it's so he's super heavy. Yeah. So he's always falling over or falling back or leaning like Michael Jackson in the Smooth Criminal <laughs> video. Just on his tippy toes. Yeah. I have uh, uh, my kid loves uh, night before Nightmare Before Christmas. So we have Jack. Oh, Jack Skellington. Jack Skellington. We have. Uh, I don't, I'm not a big fan of that movie. I'm not either. It's weird. To me, it's a Halloween movie. Yeah, it's weird, and he loves it. So <laughs> I've got that, and I have a Chase of, from Paw Patrol. Okay, I have no idea who that is. It's it's the main dog. Okay, and I have a Stella, uh, a bull a bulldog. Of course you do. With a little thing on, and she's holding the candy cane out of her mouth. So those are my three inflatables. What what size are we talking here? Um. They're not big. Like the dogs, the two dogs are probably like up to my chest. So like four feet. Yeah, and then That's Jack is are. probably like up to my chin. Maybe right, so yes. four and a yeah, half, four and maybe. a half, five, five feet. feet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So it's yeah. I mean, they're not huge. Now, however, there was a Grinch at Walmart, and I almost pulled the trigger. It was like eight feet tall. Yeah, and it, he was huge, and I almost bought him. That's what I want. I want a Grinch. Yeah, I do too. Like, and his heart. Was growing like it did lights. Oh. It goes little, no, do, 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 you know, like, like yeah. Oh, it's so cool. But I didn't know if I was going to spend a hundred bucks. Oh, a hundred dollars? No, it was a hundred dollars. No, no, it was no, expensive. No no, 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 no. I almost pulled the trigger. That's too much. Yeah. That's too much. But I would love to have a Grinch. Julie also found, and she said she almost got it. But it was the same thing as the Elf, Buddy the Elf. It's just their picture on like a yeah, white inflatable background. Great. No, and that's the same thing. Uh, it was Clark W. Griswold putting the plugs together in yeah. the front yard it, g- 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 when yeah. he puts them together I like, like Roscoe P. Coltrane. But it I don't like the white background. No. To me, it seems like it should be the person. It like, reminds me of that, like, you know, when you were a kid and you had those things that you boxed? Yes. It, like those bop it, you and, know? Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's what it reminds me of, like one of those Well, it also things. looks like a cardboard cutout. Yeah, yeah. It just, it's not great. No, but this guy and this person, this guy, whoever it is who put that together, Have did you not cheap out. the blow-ups that you put in your passenger car, in the passenger side of your car? For carpool lane, yeah, those don't work. No, but they're like holiday ones. Oh no, they're so they're like it's like it looks like. Well, you elf. plug it into the light. You put in the lighter, okay, and it's like Elf sitting next to you. Like it's just his top, you know, and it's he lights up and he sits there on the passenger side. I almost thought about buying that. That was gonna be funny. But I was like, that, that was like sixty bucks. I'm like, that's just for a gag. That's a little too much to ride around your truck. Yeah. Then at least you have something who would, somebody else who would enjoy busted open with. Yeah, you. it's true. Buddy the Elf loves busted open. <laughs> he, he would be a busted open guy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that inflatable house is absolutely that's fantastic. Uh, ridiculous in the very, very best way. Um, one other quick thing, I did talk a couple weeks ago about after having Thanksgiving with my wife's family and we played taco, cat, goat, cheese, pizza. Yes. That my thumb was bothering me. Yeah. And, you know, it was getting a little bit better. And then on Monday night, I was down here in the basement. And it was after our poker night. And I know you think this is your fault, but it was. The poker table was folded up and it was up against the chair over here in the corner. It wasn't in its spot, but it was out of the way. And the coffee table was over where the poker table gets stored. So all I was going to do and I've done this a million times. Yeah. Was drag the poker the card table over to the side, 
then move the coffee table by kind of dragging it a little bit and pulling it. Yeah. And everything was going to be a okay. Yeah, yeah. And I was just going to take care of it. I was watching TV. Julie was teaching piano. I was just going to knock it out. So I go and I move the poker table over near the sofa on the other side of the uh, room. And I kind of lean it up against the sofa, but also it's got a flat bottom. So if you set it correctly, it'll stand. Sure. For at least for a little bit, it'll stand on its own. So I go to stand it on its own, and as I turn around, for some reason, I guess I didn't steady it well enough, the thing falls toward me and lands on the back of my leg. And like slams. That hurts. Onto the, it's a heavy table. Yes, it is very Slams heavy onto the back of my leg. I automatically reach down and feel a portion of my leg swelling up. Oh. There's a lump there, and now I've got about a six-inch by about four-inch wide bruise on the back of my leg, yeah. right under my calf and above my ankle, where this table just whacked me. And it hit hard. And I didn't see it coming even a little bit. Yeah. For a second, I was thought, I broke my ankle. Yeah. Thank goodness I did not. So I was like, well, that sucks. So I stood it back up, pushed it against the sofa. I'm like, that's going to be okay. What else could go wrong? I think I got my little uh, <laughs> injury out of the way. I go to pull the coffee table, which we have had for over a decade now. Yeah. Over a decade. This thing's so old, it was pre-Lena. We had these little cushions on the corner that we ripped off when she got to a certain age because, you know, you keep yeah. it from kids splitting their forehead open if they fall. So I go to pull it, and as I pull it, the corner comes apart, <laughs> the metal bends, and I somehow jam my thumb <laughs> as I'm pulling it, and the thumb automatically turns black and blue. Oh, Just automatically. And I'm like, oh, my good Lord. So I injured my leg and my thumb trying to move a poker table and a coffee table. Oh, and by the way, the coffee table is snapped apart and is now broken and metal is bent. And it's just that carbon fiber pressed, pressed cardboard that isn't actual wood that it just yeah. there's no fixing it. There's no, no putting it back together. Yeah. Once it's broken, it's just a lost cause. Yeah. I came down here as a massacre. Yeah, it's not good. No. And then tonight I went to put my shoes on, leaving my sister's house, and my finger, my thumb got caught in my shoe, and I was slipping my shoe on, and now it's just like, it, it's thing is just, a, I just, just cut it off. Yeah, I mean, when, it's just getting in the way. When it gets cold, like, it gets all pale and yeah. numb, and you can see, like, the bruise go all the way down through, and my thumb actually at times looks sickly. My yeah. thumb looks like it has AIDS or something. Yeah, you might lose it. I have AIDS thumb. You might have to I might have to chop it. Yeah. Tiger Woods talked about this week how he thought he was going to have to amputate his leg after his car accident. I played a card game and then moved a coffee table, and now I'm going to lose a thumb. He's playing golf next weekend yeah. in a tournament with his son. Meanwhile, I'm going to have to cut a thumb off. That's about right. That makes sense. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, no, it does. With you. I guess. It is you. So, I got a dumb thumb. You do have a dumb thumb. You, well, you, your body's kind of dumb. My body's super dumb. I mean, you get, you're bruised a lot. I'm a walking bruise right you now. You are. I mean, I'm always bruising. And I fell it's not down, good. Let me tell you what. I've, I've fallen down the steps twice now in my new house because I'm just completely dopic. Were you so, in, like, stocking feet, as my grandmother would say? No, I was just in uh, barefoot. Just fell down the steps. Missed the step because I was I'm an idiot. See, we have like it's a by level, so we're I, like there's like it's hard to explain. But anyway, I stepped on the wood that's next to the step, and it's not a step, and one whoop, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Thank God, only half steps. You know, they're like it's two half steps to go down. Yeah, but whoop. There you went. Just down. You okay? Yeah, I don't know. Numb. Numb. Bruised yeah. up. Yeah. I'm laying down there laughing. 
I, my new phone flew too. I'm like, oh, that's great. Is it okay? Oh, it's fine. Right, well, I had the, the case in it. That's the real. Yeah, and I'm down there just like contorted. And Stacey's like, you okay? I'm like, ah, I'm fine. And she didn't know I did it a second time. You look like uh, Joe Pesci after he <laughs> fell down the steps in Home Alone. I'm just all contorted. Oh, I'm a mess. I, I'm telling you, dude. I mean, I've hurt. I hurt myself a lot. I really do. Yeah, I know the feeling. I just, I'm constantly bruising myself or hitting myself. I think or, it's an age thing. Yeah, I think we're not as spry. No. And or or reflexes. No. And then we think we are, and then things get smacked. Um, as far as the holidays go, what do you do this time of year as far as tipping? Oh, like, like I do none of that. You don't do it? Because we got a note on our trash can this week. Oh, yeah, no, I don't. From our trash guys. And it isn't like, um, you know, if you want to leave us a card, leave it on the trash can. Yeah. They sent their addresses. No. So we got their names and addresses. Now, I respect trash folks. Oh, me too. And I would not want to do that job. No. There's no way I could handle that job. But I don't. Listen. I, I, I wouldn't even know what to send them. Like when people tip their mailmen and their trash people and they're like when like you know if you i've never received a newspaper but they tip their newspaper people i i don't understand that yeah the newspaper people get aggressive about it yeah like they're putting i i don't quite under like i'm a great tipper when i go out to eat or like when they the movers came and moved me i tip them well all four of them like i am for that like but i'm no offense either i'm not tipping the mailman they're federal I don't know why I'm whispering that, but they do. I'm not going to tip them, too. I do appreciate the fact that they are outside, especially in this area, walking around. Oh, sure. But no then, matter what the but weather But then they got a UPS guy, a FedEx guy, an Amazon guy. Do I tip all these? Why do they got another job? I'm well, not- the UPS guy and the FedEx guy and the Amazon guy, that's 17 different people. You don't have one person that's doing your I route. have the same. Well, I don't know. Every time I've seen the UPS guy, he's been the same dude. So Amazon guy. You know, guy, they all wear right. the same outfit. Oh, they my profiling (laughs) so according to a new poll here is who you should be tipping and how much this does not apply to me this hurts me this applies to you child care provider what so according to this (laughs) you should tip your child care provider 41 percent or right around 50 dollars now let me ask you a question yeah how much do you pay for childcare? We pay eight hundred dollars a month. <laughs> so you want me to pay forty percent? You know what I say to that? <laughs> you. Okay. <laughs> Keep in mind who's got to stay up. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. Forty percent or fifty dollars. So you went to get those forty. You just give a nice fifty. No. You don't have a housekeeper, right? <laughs> So you don't have no, to worry about no, that. Have a do you have a landscaper? <laughs> no. I you don't do have that. to worry about <laughs> yeah. that. Now, for those two, a housekeeper, they said 47% or $50. A landscaper said 36% or $30 for your mail carrier. Let's say you were going to tip the mailman. How much would you tip the mailman? A plate of cookies. A plate of cookies. He's not Santa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 25 bucks? Uh, according to this, you're actually more generous than they are saying, 27% or $20. Now, the problem is, I feel like tipping the mailman $20 almost feels cheap because that's someone you see six days a week. Well, I, I'll tell you what. I would I would tip 
the mailman before I would tip my landscaper or my... If I had a housekeeper too, I would give them a gift. Yes, because I feel like that's a personal a gift like, or a gift card. Yeah, you have a personal that that I would definitely. Yeah. If I had a housekeeper, I would definitely give them a tip. Now, this is one that has gotten, and look, Julie may get mad at me about this. I think this has gotten out of control. I, I don't remember my parents sending gifts or gift cards or treats to school with me around Christmas time oh, for teachers. Yeah. But according to this, you should plan to tip your teacher. This says 41% or about $25. I don't know what the 41% means. Like, you find out their salary? Yeah, but $25 is what they say you should tip your teachers. So what I do at the daycare, folks, I I stop by the last day of, before, of school before Christmas. Okay. I get a box of coffee and a dozen donuts. From, like, a Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, there's, box like, of gym. there's like, there's six teachers, so I figure that's two donuts. Yeah. That's a box. A box of coffee goes a long way. They can share that, and that's what I do. That's like twenty bucks. Other than that, go pound sand. By the way, that's pretty close. This is twenty five dollars. Yeah, but, I mean, are you supposed to do it per teacher? It'll probably be per teacher that touches the child. So. Well, they shouldn't be touching the child. <laughs> um, this also says trash and recycling collectors. Oh my god! You should give twenty dollars to. So what if you have trash and a recycling provider? That's, that's twenty four, each. Twenty each. Twenty each. Which I do now. <laughs> Here's something you don't have to worry about: a hairstylist or barber. Nope, no, nope, don't have to worry about that. So wait, so you have to tip them every time you go get, get a haircut, and then tip them extra because it's Christmas. What if you're not getting a haircut in December? Do you have to go give them a tip? I would purposely just not get a haircut. I would go in December. December. Nope, wouldn't do it. Um, they also looked at which generations are more likely to tip. Uh, Gen Zers are leading the way in generosity with 51%. They said they're going to tip more, followed by millennials at 48%. Then Gen Xers, that's you and I, at 43%. While baby boomers, <laughs> they, ain't tipping they are saying they are the grinchiest. <laughs> yeah. Only 42% saying they're going to tip so, more. You don't, tap tax, you don't tip on the tax of liquor. <laughs> that's what my dad always would say. <laughs> but yeah, I look, it's one of those things that I think has gotten completely out of control and look i don't mind tipping i mind tipping when you ask for tips when you put an envelope yeah. in something that makes me not want to tip you, you. Uh, no 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 i'm sorry i'm not I, that's ridiculous i'm with you and with i am more likely to tip at a restaurant or an establishment of any kind if there isn't a tip jar oh yeah Hundred percent. I mean, because the tip jar now, I feel like I gotta, I gotta do it. And while I might tip, it's probably going to going to be only going to be a dollar. I went to the farmers. I'm just doing it for show. Yeah, I went to the farmers market today, and like they got me two pretzels, and they have a tip jar. I'm like, you made the pretzels, you put them in the bag. I'm supposed to tip you. <laughs> well, like, it is a serve. I don't mind, but here's the thing: the tip jar makes me nervous. Yeah. Like now you're expecting it. Are you going to memorize my face and the next time I come in you're going to be licking my pretzels before you put them in the bag? Well, have you ever put money in the tip jar and they didn't see you put oh, money I in hate the tip that. jar? There's a whole Seinfeld yeah, episode I, about that, that has happened. with George at the pizza place, yep. the Calzones place that George Steinbrenner out. liked, and he would go there every day to kind of schmooze with Steinbrenner and the guy every time he would put the tip in would turn his head and he went to pull his money back out and that's when the guy saw it and he was banned from the Calzone yeah. place. I go to the Chinese buffet once in a while, and they go to the hibachi, and they make you. And I always like, I always do this. I always hold the dollar up and make sure they look at it. Yeah, and I'm like, and then you feel like a jerk store doing that because now you feel like you're putting on a show for the employee. Well, There's no winning when it comes to a tip jar. No. That's why I don't like the tip jar. Uh, uh, tipping is overrated. 
How about you just how about you just raise the price of everything and then and just give them more money? I, and that's I, my tip. I'd be fine with that. If everything was a dollar more expensive. Because let me tell you what, like I, I hate going out to eat. I, and, and it's like, okay, now I gotta pay 20% more because that's what I tip. So I'm like looking at the prices. Okay, so it's twenty dollars. It's actually twenty four dollars because I got to put. You know what I mean? See, I never figure that out. I always do that, and it drives me nuts. Like, just put it in the damn the, the price of the meal. That way, and I like when it's already calculated too. It makes me feel better. My question would be, whoever came up with the system, right? Yeah. The system where you have people who work in a restaurant who are servers who are busting their tails. I I get the whole theory behind it is. If they are working, it's like salespeople working commission. Yeah. If these people are getting tipped by the people they're serving, it's going to motivate them to give better service. I yes. get that whole idea. But at the same time, it puts everybody in a really bad spot. Yeah, and the restaurant is paying them like $3 an hour. That it's, should not it's be It's weird. Yeah. And then... And also, what if you have like a like a you know a baby boomer who is a bad tipper? You know what I mean. Welcome to Berks County. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then you you're, you know you're you're serving six people and you get a three dollar tip on a two hundred dollar bill. Like that's BS. Yeah. And then you're getting three dollars an hour. I know. That's bull crap. And you feel bad for feel certain bad. people, especially at some chain restaurants around here, like a Red Lobster, yeah. or an Olive Garden, or stuff like that, where you know they're working and. Carrying around these big meals and bringing extra Cheddar Bay biscuits and refills on water and soda, and then they're getting a five dollar. Like tip. when I worked at, I worked at Ruby Tuesdays as a waiter. Oh, didn't you work at Chi Chi's and Chi Chi's? But I didn't work as a waiter there. I was fr- I was fried I chips and and stuff. When I worked at Ruby Tuesdays, they um they taught me that um when you uh what you should be doing is I lost my train of thought. Crap. You ruined me. You did re- re- railroaded me. What did I no, do? No, no. When you said that, I lost. Oh crap! What was I gonna say? Um, Ruby Tuesdays. Ruby Tuesdays. When you worked there, they taught you to do what? Oh, how to tip properly. Uh, oh yes. When you like, if you pay with like, if you have a coupon, okay. or pay with a gift card, yeah, you should still tip the full amount because technically, yeah. like, I never knew that, and that was young. I was like twenty-one years old. I never knew that. Oh, but okay. They, like they're like yeah. Well, even if if you're taking a percentage off, yeah. you should look at the full amount. Yeah, because that's what you tip on. Like they're still working as hard as if yeah. it was full price. I never knew that. Yeah. Until I found that out, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And especially if you are working there yeah. and you're one of the waiters, now you want that extra yeah, cash. So all the young people like Ben who listens, when you start tipping Ben, you... Oh, the kid. The little kid that you know, listens. You know, when you start... I'm with you. you know, I apologize. You start... That's how you tip. Be a good tipper. Be a good... T- it does, look... It's a couple extra dollars here or there. I don't mind. I never mind tipping at a restaurant. But the deli- it's all this extra tip. And the delivery people, like or like not delivery people, when you're picking up your food. Oh, I don't tip there. I don't tip there either. I maybe I round that. up. Maybe I'll round up. And if it's twenty five dollars, if it's twenty three dollar uh, bill, twenty three dollars and forty seven cents, I might give them twenty five dollars and yeah, walk out. I don't like that. I, but that's always a place too where there's a tip jar. Yeah, tip I, jar. I, all I'm doing is you're making the food. Yeah. And I'm picking it up. I am tipping for the people who bring me the food yeah. and make it easier on me. Yeah. I am not needing that service, therefore I don't feel the need to tip. And I don't like when people tip don't tip your delivery people. Like, oh, there's a delivery fee. No, they're not getting that delivery fee. No. That's also that goes to the restaurant. That goes to the restaurant. Yeah. I'm I, I try to be a decent I think five dollars for a delivery driver. Is a good tip, especially if I have like three pizzas and sand, you know if I have yeah. a lot of stuff, I'm giving them a pretty good amount. Yeah, I think like five. five bucks I think five bucks is, is yeah. always a very 
healthy tip. Yeah. Uh, a good kind of gauge whenever you're getting kind of taken. Unless you're doing like something that's a catering menu. Oh, $5. Yeah. If yeah. they can if they can bring it to the door in one trip, $5 is plenty. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. All right, let's go ahead and dive into our drinks and our snacks. A couple more things I do want to talk about. Um, there was another Robbie Lessig moment today, and uh, also uh, your, one of your guys was in the uh, news this week, so I do want to touch upon that. So let's get to our drinks and our snacks. Are we starting with your drink or snack today uh, there, Robert? I'm going to start with my uh, my drink, actually, because okay. I, I don't want to be too sweet when we my can- I have candy for a snack. So okay. uh, I, have, uh, I saw this at uh, my local brew shop. Um, you Can't Catch Me, Gingerbread Ale by Contra Hawk and Brewing Company. All righty. I'm excited for this one. <sighs> Ooh. Looks good. Looks good. Looks good. Here you go. All right. Ooh, a very dark. May I see the can then? Can. Kind of a darker ale. Mm-hmm. Oh, it smells. Ooh. Ooh, I don't mm, I don't know. Now, this is uh, Conchahawken Brewing Company, which I am uh, a fan of down there. Uh, in Conchahawken, they also have a location in Phoenixville, which you and I have been to, which is an amazing time. Plus, I am, you know, not buddies, but I'm <laughs> friendly with uh, one of the co-owners of Conchock and Brewing in Glen Mac now. You know, I think this would taste this ta- this would taste good with a um, like what Julie likes that brown sugar rim. I bet. Yes, I can just smelling it. I, I can already. This is brewed with Belgian candy sugar, ginger snap cookies, a blend of spices, and Belgian style yeast. Wow. All right, I'm going in. Cool can. 6.2%, by the way. Not sweet. I mean, it's a little sweet, but not as sweet as it smells. I'll give you that. No. Not at all. It's That's, actually a very mild beer. Yeah. it's the, You get a lot of the spice, though, hmm. that ginger. Yeah. Now, I'm a gingerbread fan, but I don't know how I feel about gingerbread in beverage form, which makes me nervous because I have a gingerbread beer that we're trying tonight. Yeah, this is... Um, I, I actually like this. I like that... It, I was worried it'd be too sweet. I think this would be perfect with that maple sugar or that uh, brown sugar rim. Yeah. Um, it's just not for me. I don't know. I just is can't. it a spice you think or is yeah? It it's the aftertaste. Okay. There's a bit of an aftertaste that I don't enjoy, which is odd. I really wanted to like it, and I really like uh, a lot of stuff that Concha Hawk and Brewing has to offer. But this one just isn't. This is the one we play shuffleboard at, right? Yep. Okay. I yep. love that was my uh, that might be my favorite besides Trogues because that's my all time favorite. Yeah, that might be my favorite. I had someone that we had I we had a great time. time there. Great time. We actually planned to spend more time at Root Down. Yeah, but it just didn't work out. Um, so I saw these at Target today because I said I was there. Um, I got uh, Hershey Kisses, which I love a Hershey Kiss, mm. a traditional milk chocolate Hershey Kiss. I have them in a little plate on my dresser, uh, not dresser, uh, uh, entertainment stand. Oh. The holidays, the little Santa hats. It's so cute. Julie would hate it. Um, <laughs> she hates Christmas. I got uh, Hershey Kisses sugar cookie. Okay. And I, you and I like these. Could be like Thin Mints. Mm-hmm. I think Hershey Kisses mint truffle. Oh, I'm looking forward to these. Yeah. So here, I. Uh, Both of these sound spectacular. Um, I ripped the bag of the sugar cookie. All right. Sugar cookie. All right. And this is the mint. All right. Just give me two. That'll be plenty. I might have to take a couple more of for the course. wife and daughter to try. Which one do we want to try first? Uh, let's try the sugar cookie. I think the All mint right. smells very overpowering. So All right. Oh, the sugar cookie looks like it's a white chocolate. And it's got little, like, doodads in it. Little doodads. Mmm. Very white chocolatey. Sugar cookie flavored with cream, white cream with cookie pieces. 
you get the smoothness of the white cream slash white chocolate. Then you get those crunchiness in there, and it has that. It tastes a lot like a sugar cookie. It's it a, really does. It's not white chocolate. I mean, it's not just white chocolate. No. They, they didn't just no. say it was cream and say, well, it's it, it, it just has yeah. that white chocolate feel, That's that really creaminess, good. and it does taste a lot like a sugar cookie. That's really good. It really does. That's excellent. Right. What about the mint guy? All right. Mm. You know what reminds me of? Hmm. An Andes. Um, so this is dark chocolate filled with mint truffle. Yep. A-N-D-E-S, the Andes mint. Mm-hmm. I love those. That's what this reminds me of. Oh, man, it's so minty. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. That smooth center. Yep, and the dark chocolate, it's oh. just to me like an Andes. That's phenomenal. Oh, Are that- you a York peppermint patty guy or an Andes guy? It's hard. I love them both. I like I them. Like, I like Andes better. To me, it's different. They're yeah, different enough that to- it's hard to pick a winner. Yeah. I would probably go York peppermint patty. But I could be talked into an Andy's. I like Andy's because it's a one bite. I feel like a me- the York peppermint as a two biter for me because it's just the it's, big one. Yes. Yeah, because you get the little guys, yeah, you can pop oh them. Oh yeah, in. but I like the Andy's a little better. Yeah, they're these both, are great. They're both very very good. They have a cookie recipe with a, a chocolate cookie, like you know, like you do the peanut butter blossoms. Yeah, they have a with these mint ones that would be good. I bet. Ooh. Yeah. All right, let's stay in the candy. We're actually let's do my beer. All we right. need a little um kind of palate cleanser. So my beer is from Greater Good, Massachusetts, USA, from Greater Good Brewing. Um, this is a gingerbread ale as well. This is Imperial Ale with cinnamon, ginger, and molasses. All right, so let's give this one a go here. There you go. All right. Looks very similar to your beer. I liked how that sounded. Hold on here. You can like record that. That's like a sound bite. All right. It doesn't smell as much as the other uh, the Contra Hawk. No, it doesn't have as strong a scent, but like visually, very similar. Oh yeah, I drank all mine. Well, let me show you. I have a little bit left of mine from your ginger. Oh bread. yeah, like, that's exactly. Wow. It looks like perhaps the uh, greater good is a little more amber in color. Yeah. Than I the. If that's from the molasses. Um. Concha Hocken. Hmm. Now, see, now, surprisingly, I think I like this one a little bit better. It's less spicy. Has less spice, um, more of the ale, and um, it, to me, it's a smoother beer. It is much smoother. Hmm. Introducing C, uh, Gigi's Gingerbread Ale. <laughs> Gigi's. Featuring biscuit and honey malts with layers of molasses, ginger, cinnamon, and vanilla, this imperial ale brings back memories of decorating gingerbread cookies on snowy days. Oh, that's good. I stuff. like this. This one, to me, is much smoother and has a much less of a harsh aftertaste. Yeah, I like them both. Um, yeah, I'll give my rankings then. All right. I, I, I got some thoughts. Let's stick with candy here. I have a flavored Kit Kat. This is a limited edition fruity cereal Ooh. Kit Kat. All right. All right. Let me get this guy open here. Let me break off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Oh, look at you. For you. Um, like a plug. There you go. Take that guy. Very pink. Looks like it has some of those little doodads in there like you were talking about earlier. Crisp wafer in fruity cereal flavor cream, naturally and artificially flavored. That smells horrible. It smells very artificial. Oh, God. 
Oh, it definitely tastes like Fruity Pebbles. It does taste a lot like Fruity Pebbles. That is on the nose, baby. Wow. Wow. (laughs) I I don't like it, but they're getting points because it's... I don't hate it. The gingerbread one that you had was much better. I agree. All right, we're going to do a double here. Since you had two different kerchief kisses, I've got two different Kit Kats. Oh, look at you. This is key lime pie. Oh. (laughs) I feel exactly the same. I like key lime pie. Yeah, I don't even like key lime pie. I mean, but... (laughs) Not a lime guy. Yeah. Lime and the coconut. And mix it all up, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, this one has kind of exploded on me here. Oh, well, hold on. I'll keep that. No, that one broke, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, that does not. That smells awful. Yeah. All right. Oh, it smells worse than it tastes. Yeah, it does. Very limey though. Wow. Yeah. That doesn't belong there. No, but like, it's a mild lime. But it doesn't belong with a Kit Kat. No. Oh, that's weird. But it's not as offensive as yeah, I thought it was going to be. Yeah, not intrusive. No. All right, let's go through our ratings here. Let's start with your. Concha Hawken Brewing Company, You Can't Catch Me, Gingerbread Ale. We're going to be on the opposite side. I like this because I think this is more of a gingerbread ale <laughs> than yours. You know what I mean? Like, I think this is represented. Not my favorite. I'm going to go three. Okay. I like it. I think I'd like it. I could give it a three and a half, four if you put a little brown sugar rim on there. Okay. Um, yeah, three. I'm going to give it a two. Uh, it has an aftertaste I'm not a fan of. Yeah. I wanted to like it. It just doesn't work for me. I don't know if I could finish the can. Yeah. It's just not for me. Yeah. Uh, it's just much like the, a lot of the IPAs with you. I'm an ale fan. I'm a Belgian-style beer fan. Yeah. Um, I just can't I yeah. can't get into this one. Yeah. I don't know if it's the mood I'm in tonight <laughs> or if I just something about that beer doesn't sit well with me. All right, let's go to your uh, Hershey Kisses. Which one do you want to rate let's first? Let's do the uh, sugar cookie one. Uh, <laughs> these are great. I'm going to go four. I, I mean, I could be convinced four and a half, possibly even a five. I mean, I would... To me, a regular Hershey Kiss is a five. I would prefer a, Hers- a regular Hershey Kiss, but these are a solid four. Very good. These taste exactly like a sugar cookie. Um, yeah. I'm going to give these a, a four. Uh, I agree. They're they're very tasty and very pleasant, and I, I think this time of year, they're a treat. I, yeah. I, they would not last long this time of year. If you're going to a party, grab a bag of these and yeah. put them out on the table as kind of a dessert or appetizer, whatever yeah. you want to do. They're, they're delightful and a lot of fun to try. They're exactly... What you would expect from a sugar cookie Hershey Kiss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and up next, we have the minty Hershey Kisses. Yeah, the mint truffle. I'm going to go four with these as well. I, I think, you, like you said, in the dark chocolate with the truffle, it tastes like an Andy's mint. It's fun. It's a cute little packaging. I go four. These are great, too. See, they're that both... is a minty dark chocolate delight. Yeah. I'm going four and a half for yeah, that they're one. Yeah, so, they're both great. I, I can't like wait that to one put a these lot. out. Yeah, I like that one a lot. I'm going to have to snag a couple of those yeah. for my wife and daughter. Both of those are outstanding, and I'm going to be picking up a couple bags of those for any kind of up to upcoming holiday gatherings. Three for $9 at Target right I now. will be doing some shopping. All right, let's get to my gingerbread ale, the greater good from Massachusetts, USA, uh, gingerbread ale. I'm going to give this a two and a half. I liked it. I would. I wanted more gingerbread. I mean, the funny thing is, if this was like a regular ale, I think I would. You know what I mean? Like, I'd like it more. I'd probably rate it more. But I want more gingerbread. It's very good, though. I mean, two and a half is is average, but yeah. it's, it's very good. I'm gonna give it a three. I think this one is much more well balanced than the Conchahawk and Brewing mm-hmm. one. To me, it isn't um, as. Um, 
to to me, I, I again, I had such a problem with the back end because it hit me so hard. Yeah. This one was much smoother, much easier drinking. That's why I'm giving this one a three. I don't know. Again, I think I could finish this can. Yeah. I don't know if it's a four one. pack. I don't know if I'd go for a second one, but I could finish this can. I will give it a three. Yeah. I think it's an above average beer. Yeah. Um, as far as these Kit Kats go, let's start with the fruity cereal Kit Kat. Um, I'm not a fan. I mean, it doesn't taste bad. However, it it's I give it a four because it's completely as advertised. Yeah. It's fruity pebbles and a Kit Kat. Four. It tastes just like fruity pebbles or fruit loops. Um, I'm gonna give it a four as well. It's yeah. it's right on the nose. I could eat one or two of them. I don't think I could finish the yeah. pack. If somebody wanted to share it with me, I would totally get it. But yeah, I'm not a huge Kit Kat guy to begin with. Yeah. But these are right on the nose as far as Fruit Loops or Fruity Pebbles go. I'll give them yep. a four. Uh, and finally, the Key Lime Pie Kit Kats. Um, I, I give this a three. Again, this is pretty. It's very limey. Very. It just doesn't belong in a Kit Kat for me. Uh, it's fun though. I go to three. Yeah, I think a three, two and a half, three, somewhere in there. I don't know if I'd pick it up again, but it has that lime taste. Yeah, and it's not overwhelming. This to me is very balanced, much like that beer, and yeah. it doesn't, um, it doesn't, uh, it isn't offensive. It's not going to just knock you over when you try it. So, um, again, I don't know if I'd pick it up again, but worth trying yeah. if you're into trying different new uh interesting stuff all right those are our drinks and our snacks here for this episode of the 222 podcast two quick things so a uh, spider-man no way home opens up this coming week thursday night um i know you wanted to take the kids but i'm guessing their schedule your schedule not aligning so you want to go see it um you happen to be looking at the rc movies 11 now did you know that's where i was going no so i, I was doing i was just I talked about it with Stacy, and Stacy like, you know, because we're doing the podcast, and you know, I can't. She doesn't care about the spoilers and stuff, but I do, and the kids, of course, don't. They're not no, so, they're not so. But I do, so I'm like, I yeah. need to see this. So I'm like, I said to her, I'm like, do you mind if I like, I don't have Chase? She just says, Darren, she's like, yeah, Darren, and I will get dinner. You just go, and then we'll take the kids after the opening weekend, which yeah, is much easier when to things get die down. Yeah. So I was looking. I started at Fox, and Fox had some three o'clock shows. I'm like, well, I can take a half day, yeah, you know, and get they had some one like one or two, or you know, in the theater. And then I'm like, well, let's look at, and they weren't great. They were kind of in the middle, or you yeah. know. So, and then I looked at AMC, which had one, and then RC had one. And I'm like, oh, but it's IMAX, and the IMAX was cheaper than That's Fox because of the location. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, eh, well, and I'm like, well, let me text you. And you said, which should I go to? Yeah, what should I and go to? And I said, to? well, we ended up with RC Movies 11. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to the 730 show. Yeah. And you said, that's the show I'm looking at. Yeah. So I sent you the seat numbers. <laughs> yeah. Now, you're a lone guy looking for one seat. <laughs> yeah. To a movie that's been on sale for over a week now, almost two weeks. Yeah. This only happens to you. <laughs> Within 30 seconds of me saying, these are our seats, you reply, oh my God, there's a seat right next to you. Because <laughs> we're in 25, 26, 27. You go, there's a 28 in the same row. Yep. And then dead silence for like five minutes. You're like, oh, the seat's gone. Yeah. And then you came back. Never mind. It's back. <laughs> I got it. So now you are going to see Spider-Man No Way Home yep. with me, my wife, and my daughter. It's amazing. It's great. You're actually going to meet here at the house. Yeah. You're going to ride in yeah. with us. Yeah. And you're going to see Spider-Man No yeah. Way Home. It's crazy. I mean, it's just, it's a freaking Wednesday afternoon. I'm just like randomly checking. I'm like. Has to be one seat somewhere. Friday afternoon. Or Friday afternoon, sorry. There has to be one seat somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, just somewhere. And I found a bunch of them, and... <laughs> one of them just happened to be right next to me. It's 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 crazy. So we can buddy up yeah. and so, sit next to each amazing. other there at the RC Movies. Because so I, 
then I clicked on it and it was like, oh, the seat has been taken. I'm like, oh, well, sometimes some people like get it. Yeah. They don't finish the, yep. you know what I mean? So I waited and I did it again. And oh, I came up. No, no. And I tried again. And then it went through like, yes, I got it. <laughs> so we're going to see Spider-Man No Way Home together so this coming Thursday at the RC Movies 11. I almost Max. wanted to get it at 3 o'clock because it'd be before you. <laughs> and I don't know why am I stupid, like, you know, or my competitive is like, ah, I saw it before you, but that's dumb. That is dumb. Yeah. So I'm like, no, but now I get to see it with you, which it'll is cool. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. We can share a popcorn. Oh, yeah. No, we got no. No, we don't share popcorn. No, we, we, got, get our own. we get our own popcorn. Because yeah, you got family, and I don't want to have to wait for your kid and your wife to get theirs. You know what I mean? So I, I need my own. I'm selfish. Well, that my daughter can't eat popcorn. She's got braces. Oh, good. And my wife it. only has two handfuls. Oh, good. Screw Julie. Yeah, so yeah. we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, still yeah. have our own. But uh, So we're going to see Spider-Man on uh, Thursday night, so that should be a lot of fun. Can't wait. Uh, one other quick thing, uh, as far as stuff that was in the news this week, your boy Pat McAfee. Yeah. I have no problem with Pat McAfee. Um, his way of radio is not always my way of radio. Uh, I, I think the way he does goofy stuff is a lot of fun, and I, I appreciate the uh, entertainment part of what he does. I, I tried to listen to his show a bunch of times. It's not just not something that's clicked with me. I, yeah. I, I, I keep trying to get back into it. Yeah. It's just a little bit... I don't know. There's just something about it that I can't he's quick very, get he, into. He's, he's abrasive. Like he's, he's kind of a, but he's not. Not insulting, but he's kind of just like, like I don't know. He seems. Very... I don't know. I think I wish he'd wear sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I just have a thing with people who always wear sleeveless shirts. To me, it's such a weird. He's kind of jacked. I mean, he's he's a punter. Yeah, he's not jacked. I had to walk into the gym locker room the other day to wash my hands and use the bathroom, and there was just some douche in the mirror <laughs> wearing a tank top and just literally standing in the bathroom flexing in the mirror. You've got to be kidding me. And I came out to Julie. I was like, that's why I don't lift weights, because eventually I'd have to get too muscly, and I'd have to wear tank tops, and then I'd just be flexing in the mirror all the time. I do wear, when I mow the lawn I in the summer, I, I wear, a tank, wear a tank top. Especially when I get my riding mower, I'm going to... Well, then you got to go topless in, th- in Fleetwood. Thanks, my tracks. I just can't. Sexy. I don't know. It's just something about tank tops and muscle shirts. And I don't mind it if you're working outside and it's the summer. But he wears it all the time. All year round. And even if it's not a tank top or a muscle shirt, he makes it into a tank top. The he muscle shirt. wears it under a suit jacket. Yeah. So, on SmackDown. So I don't know. I don't know if that's what it is. That's definitely a part of it. But he just signed a huge deal with um, FanDuel. Now, he's he doesn't work for FanDuel, yeah. but FanDuel is kind of a partner and the betting sponsor. He can only bet, and he yeah. promotes betting, sports betting, what he bets and- on FanDuel. Um, his whole deal started way back with Barstool. He broke out on his own about three years ago. I think he signed a deal with Bars. No, excuse me, in FanDuel a year ago. It was yeah. a one-year deal. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now he signed a four-year $100 million deal, or $120 million. It's 30 a year. Yeah, 30 a year. Three are guaranteed, and the fourth is an option, I think, for him. Yeah. Not for FanDuel. No, it's, for him. it's all him. For him. Yeah. So it is just an outrageous deal. And uh, this industry, it is so top-heavy. Yeah. There are so many people barely getting by and making an okay wage like me. Yeah. There's people who are scraping by, and I know a lot of those people. And then there's people who just make an unbelievable amount of money. And there's only like, yeah. at this point, there's not many. There's only like 10. Yeah. 
It's not many. No. And, and it's he's all, one of them. And now. a lot of them are serious. I mean, I think uh, not yeah, a lot. I think you'd be surprised. Really? I think you'd be surprised. Like Jim and I Sam aren't up there. It's just Stern. Uh, as far as this, I'm talking this. Oh. Okay. I'm talking ridiculous money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Then yeah, there's Jim and Joe Sam Rogan. Yep. There's Howard Stern. Yep. There's now Pat McAfee. Yep. Um, who else is just making ridiculous, ridiculous money? There was Rush Limbaugh. He passed away. What about the guy that replaced him? Is he making good No, those guys are not making that kind of money. No, 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 no. And I mean, someone might want to poo-poo me on this. I mean, now, he was big, and he was, I mean, he was out of following. He went to Sirius. But you cannot tell me that him making that jump to wrestling, because those those wrestling people are very loyal. You think that has something to do with I this? Think has, so, I think that expanded his brand more. And because he's on Fox every Friday, the wrestling people, I mean, I think to me hmm. that has expanded and, and opened the door for him. Because he actually said in an interview, he said, I don't make a whole lot of money with SmackDown. No. He's like, I, I think that's a passion for him. I, I think he loves wrestling. He does. But he also said, this gets me, I'm on national TV. Oh, I totally, yeah. uh, on a smaller scale. Yeah. I that's I mean I the Royals pay me and I yeah. love working there and I like the extra money, but I do that to get in front of people. Yeah, it's they, if they like you there, they'll listen to you yes. on the radio. It makes sense. Yeah, uh, I I don't I I would say you don't think that's what it is, or a little part of it. Because mm. wrestling fans are really into wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, he's not spending a lot of time on no, his show talking wrestling. Really, that, but that's how I I came about him. Yeah, but you're one of those wrestling fans who also gets into other sports. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's and you point. do enjoy talk radio. I love talk radio more yeah. than, <laughs> and he's my cup of tea. Like I, yeah. I like, and I feel like the guy you listen here on SmackDown has got the same guy you hear on yeah on his radio show. No, I know? think that's just him. Yeah, I, that's I give him. him credit for that. Um, and I have no problem with him. I, I've I've tried to get into him, and I, some of the stuff I listen to, I don't like his interviews. Yeah, I don't think he does a particularly good job with interviews. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do like when he interacts with his crew. Yeah, and I like how he takes care of his crew. Yeah. And did you watch the video he made, kind of outlining the whole deal? And he gave a ton of money already to charities where he grew up, yeah. where he went to he's college, a good, he's a good guy. where he um, worked in Indianapolis. So he's given away millions of dollars already and he gave another he when he signed the first deal he gave his buddies on his show all two hundred fifty thousand dollar bonuses he did that again yeah to those guys so yeah, he's taking awesome. care of his guys he's taking care of his community so i super appreciate yeah. that but this is insane money 30 million dollars and other than you and here's the thing other than you i don't know anybody else who listens to him yeah i mean i i i don't i mean i know joe does my buddy joe listens to him because I guess he was on like did he was he on with Rome or something like around like when he was on real rate like regular radio like he was not, never on regular radio wasn't but he that's what Joe said he just listened to him on something on regular radio yeah he was on regular radio before he came to Sirius because that's why he left regular radio because he was censored so much and he went to Sirius I think he I know he was um, but I think you know Joe's the only guy that I know and he doesn't listen to him anymore because he went to Sirius. Um, yeah, but not many. Yeah, but he does a he has a podcast and he's live on YouTube every day. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. So I mean, there's still ways to listen to the show, which that's another thing. I'm surprised Sirius lets him do the YouTube stream. I'm surprised he lets him I simply mean, because you know they they're pretty. Um, and the podcasts are on that Sirius XM app that they have. 
Um, I yeah, I'm pretty positive he was on the radio before because he was. I remember when he went to because he went to Mad Dog Radio. They were not people on Mad Dog were not happy about it because they didn't. You know, they, that was very Mm-mm-mm. old school. And he was complaining because he got you well. Know, he's that's a different brand than what. Yeah. And he was censored all the time on, you know, of course, like, you know, how that is. Post-playing career. Here we go. So he started off with Barstool Sports in 2016, and then he went out on his own um, in 2018. And it was Pat McAfee, Inc. kind of making his own small business. Um, uh, no, he, he went from that to SiriusXM. I swear I heard him on the radio because Joe actually turned me on to him. Um, no. Mm-mm. Hmm. On August 17th, when McAfee was signed, there was a two-hour weekday radio show. That was going to send on that one. Maybe it was on Westwood One for a little bit. Maybe, I don't remember. In 2019. Because I remember him talking about um, him being censored. Or maybe, I don't remember. Maybe for a year he was on Westwood One, but I don't even know where that would play around here, that you would be able to listen to it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he he didn't like it. it. Says his FCC regulations on terrestrial radio. So it was maybe a year that he was on Westwood yep. One, but I wouldn't even know where you'd listen to that around here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Was it on ESPN Radio? Maybe no, 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 no. Wait, no, it's CBS Radio. That's nah, not Westwood One. No, I don't know. Joe was telling me that's because he turned. Yeah, I mean, sometimes these radio stations, uh, local radio stations, have different deals with different providers. So yeah. I, maybe, maybe he was. I don't know. And then he like listened. That I remember when he first came to Sirius, he was compl- like, "That's again, that's the benefit of Sirius. There's no, <laughs> yeah, there's no regulation." But here's what I will say too: you can still say a lot without cursing. Oh yeah, I think that's. But I think that was his thing about it was more of a curse, you know, like he yeah. curse a lot. <laughs> I know, <laughs> you know, I but think it's more of that. You can get around that. Yeah. I don't know. He just look. I have nothing against him. I don't yeah. dislike him. It's just not the brand not of radio thing. that I can. Which get I'm into. surprised because like. But he's never been readily available to me. Yeah, that's true. And I don't really care about national sports talk. And you don't do Sirius XM. And I was doing Sirius XM, but it's not what I was listening to in yeah, Sirius, Sirius XM. XM. Yeah, Sirius XM, yeah. So I listened to him, Jim and... I, I stopped listening to Jim and Sam. I really like them. I gotta, I gotta start again. Yeah, well, I've canceled my Sirius XM. I know you have. So. That's upsetting. Yeah, but anyways, good for him. I, I, I'm, I'm for anybody in this industry it's crazy. in any way, shape, or form it's... making that kind of money. And especially when it's not even really... As now he's working with somebody. Normally, when you're or working for somebody, normally when you're making that kind of money, they own you. Yeah, he still does whatever he wants, and they let him. They're just you know just promote Fanduel. You know what's weird though, like too it's with crazy. with betting. I don't quite like people want to bet. Like gambling is not something you really need to promote all that much. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm trying to think like, are they going to make that money back? Do you know what I mean? Because that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. I don't know if what I can't understand. There must be so much money in sports betting. That they can dish this money out. Because, again, like you were just kind of saying there, how many people are going to start betting because Pat McAfee is betting? You either want to bet or you don't want to bet, and you're aware of it. I've done them all. Like, I've done Fox. I've done FanDuel. I've done – I'm doing now Barstool. I actually like Barstool the best. It's my preference. It's easier to cash out and deposit. I just don't understand, you know, like – if you're betting, you're betting already. Yeah. You're not like new to the thing. Yeah. Who who is he bringing in that's not already betting? Yeah. So anyway, you also had Dan Lebitard who got like 50 million over three years not too long ago, and his whole crew. Wow. So he's one of those other guys too. Um, AJ Hawk, I guess, is his co-host now on Pat McAfee show. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. To me, that would be pointless <laughs> to bring in another guy when you have that whole crew. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, 
Good for him. I have no problem with it. No problem with it whatsoever. No, yeah. I, Just not something I've gotten into as I of yet. I can't believe, though, when I read, I, I saw 30 million. I thought it was 30 million over four years. That would kind of make sense. That's what I thought. And yeah. then it was like 30 million a year. Now, I would love to see how this kind of gets divvied out because he did talk about paying his crew. Like, what, his, what does his crew get paid a year now? Yeah. What does AJ Hawk get paid a year? Yeah. I guarantee you're paying AJ Hawk too much money. No one's coming to that show for AJ Hawk. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I thought the show was fine before him. Yeah. You know what I mean? In my opinion. I don't know what that name does for you. Yeah, I mean, that, I don't. Yeah. I mean, you go down, you talk to a bunch of people. Who's AJ Hawk? They might have heard the name before, but they're not going to be able to place him. Yeah. But All no, right. Unless you're a big football fan. Well, you know, it's, 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 I mean, the list that we're on is just getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Not that we share company with. <laughs> Must be what it is. <laughs> All right. We got to go. We're going to work on a time for next week. We'll do our best to put a show out. I got three hockey games next week. We might have to do it during the week show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to see a movie Thursday night. Have to do a post? No. I work Friday morning. Oh, you morning. work Friday. It's Friday. Yeah, I'm, thinking it's, I'm thinking it's Friday. But you no. It's a Thursday night. And I got late. a long Friday. 7.30, two-hour movie. It'll be 10 o'clock. Till we're back here, ten thirty probably. Till we're back home then, after yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah no, it's just not gonna happen. We'll have to see. We'll work it out. We'll yeah. do our best. We'll get a show out, and then we'll get one out before Christmas, uh, or maybe it'll just be one before Christmas. But we will see. Yeah, we will make our plans, and we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Robbie, anything you want to add? Nope. All right. 